The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the tenth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now, as Jesus and his disciples went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. This part of Luke's gospel, the ten chapters that began when Jesus set his face to Jerusalem, is called a travel log. It's a narrative that describes the encounters people had with Jesus on his final journey to Jerusalem, where he is crucified, dies, and is raised. Many of the stories here are unique to Luke, including the one we hear today. Martha and her sister Mary only appear here in Luke and then in John with their brother Lazarus. Before today's gospel, Luke told us that Jesus had sent the 70 out with instructions to accept the hospitality of others. And then when he was teaching, Jesus told the story about a neighbor who showed mercy and loved generously. We know that some of his disciples traveled ahead of him, and we can imagine that the news of what he was saying and doing reached people in the towns there before he arrived in person. And from his teaching, it was clear that following Jesus and being a disciple requires humility and self-sacrifice, a willingness to serve others first. As Martin Luther wrote in his essay, A Freedom of a Christian, a Christian is a perfectly free Lord of all, subject to none. A Christian is a perfectly dutiful servant of all, subject to all. Explaining the apparent contradiction, Luther writes, both are Paul's own statements, who says in 1 Corinthians for though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to all. And in Romans, owe nothing, owe no one anything except to love one another. Love by its very nature is ready to serve and be subject to the one who is loved. 
So when Martha extended hospitality and welcomed Jesus into her house, she was showing her readiness to serve her Lord. But then, wearily and grumpily, she cried out to Jesus, Lord, do you not care? And with her outcry, she exposed her own brokenness, her self-centeredness, and her fear, her sin. Like a petulant child, she complained against her sister Mary, who was sitting, actively listening to all that Jesus was saying. In contrast, Luke tells us that Martha was distracted by her many tasks. The Greek verb that describes Martha is translated as dragged around or drawn away. For anyone sitting here thinking about your grocery list or what chores you need to do when you go home, you can relate to Martha's predicament. There is work to be done, necessary and important work, and someone has to do it. When Jesus answered her and told her that Mary had chosen the better part, he was not saying that Martha had chosen poorly in offering hospitality, or that being attentive to the task at hand is bad. But Martha had lost sight of why she was serving. She had become frustrated and resentful. Pride and anger had turned her gaze in on herself, where she could no longer see or hear her Lord. Dutch priest Henry Nguyen taught that we spend much of our lives answering one question. Who am I? And he said that often when we answer that one question, we answer, I am what I do, or I am what other people say about me, or I am what I have. Nguyen preached that these ways of seeing ourselves are three lies of identity that we are told by the enemy, the devil, or demons. When we succumb to one or more of these lies, we no longer see ourselves made in God's image, and we no longer hear Jesus call us by name and tell us, I love you. All we see and hear are the lies. In her distraction, Martha fell captive to the three lies, that her identity was found in what she was doing, the works and the many tasks that she had taken on, in what others were saying about her, that she was a generous host to her guests and in what she had, a welcoming home where they were comfortable. Like Martha, we get caught up with the everyday work of life, making our lists and checking off our tasks, and we become preoccupied 
thinking about what's next. Oh, I need to make that appointment. I need to pay that bill or run that errand. Oh, and I have to go there this afternoon. And we busily fill up every space in our lives and are drawn away from Jesus. And when that happens, the background noise of life is so loud that we can't hear Jesus anymore. And we think Jesus must not care. But when Martha complained to Jesus that he must not care, he corrected her and told her only one thing is necessary. And the one thing was not her works, her hospitality, or her home. It was Christ himself. Martha saw herself as unappreciated and overwhelmed, but Jesus gently turned her gaze from herself, her works, and her needs to her Lord so that she could see herself as God saw her, wholly loved, a beloved daughter of God. Nguyen preached, what is said of Jesus is said of you. You have to hear that you are the beloved child of God. And when you know that good news, all that you do is nurtured by the knowledge that you are the beloved. Meeting Jesus invites us to encounter God's word in the flesh where Jesus invites us to listen. And as Nguyen taught here again and again, I love you because I love you, because I love you, because I love you. Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for your word that creates faith and sustains us with your promises. We give you thanks for your son, Jesus Christ, who comes in flesh and shows us your mercy, who forgives our sin and self-centeredness, who lives among us in our lives and in our world today, repeating the words, you are my beloved. May the Holy Spirit lead us out into the world to share the good news of your abundant love. Amen. Amen. Amen.